Welcome, welcome, welcome to the official Bitch Warmers podcast. A sports podcast dedicated to hotcakes, wasting your time, and unmatched stupidity. Featuring your hosts, Adam and Jake. Hello, and welcome to the Benchwarmers podcast. This is episode number 29. I'm out here for my first time in three weeks. So big things coming for this show. Let's get it, Adam. Happy to be back. All right, so Ramsey traded to the four, to the Rams. I don't know why I'm saying 49ers. Traded to the Rams, Eagles fans, up in flames. I, yeah, I prefer not to talk about this subject. It's it's too close to the heart. Um, you guys are acting like like Howie. It's like uh, Danny Ainge out here. It's not like that. It's not like that, Adam. What do you mean, like how, uh, how Ainge just talks about trades and doesn't complete them? No, no. Now, what do you think about the NFC East? You know, a fun fact for you. Let me just throw it out. Um, okay. The last place in the NFC North would be first place in the NFC East. What is happening with the NFC East? We obviously know Giants, I mean... Danny Jones looks pretty good, but, you know, they lack other pieces. We got Redskins are absolutely atrocious. The Redskins, right? (laughs) Uh, And then we got the Cowboys and the Eagles are struggling over here. Um, What do you think about the Eagles season so far, Adam? I think, so I'll talk about the Cowboys first. First off, the Cowboys are frauds. All right. If they didn't have such a easy start to their schedule they could be 0-6 right now like that's how bad the Cowboys are even though they have a lot of talk and a lot of people thought at first they were going to the Super Bowl they just give them a different schedule and they're (laughs) 0-6 you know what I mean like there's just nothing nothing to change about it um and I mean I don't know if we're going to talk about this later but we have a big game this Sunday, uh, and I already know what's going to happen in the game. But the Eagles part of it is I think that if you have two real corners, the Eagles are probably 5-1. and one. Interesting. You know I mean, I see where the, corner, two, the corner struggle. Two corners and not two Wawa gas station clerks, and the Eagles are 5-1. And, and, and wide receivers that can catch the ball. No, but that's the thing. Like we don't even we didn't even need the re- receivers that badly. Um, I mean, sure you'll have games where people won't know how to catch the ball for some reason in the NFL. But literally, if you just give the Eagles two healthy startable corners in the NFL, we are five and one. All right, I'm not even counting into a you know putting in the fact that we don't have any receivers that can catch a ball. Um, or receivers that can ca- can th- run in a straight line, Alshon Jeffrey. But, hey, all I'm saying is I would have done the trade for Jalen Ramsey. I would have given them two firsts and a third to get it done. Two firsts and a third? Hey, I would have done two firsts and a third, yeah. Rams were two firsts and a fourth, correct? Yes. All right, yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, honestly, 
I don't know. The Eagles and the Cowboys both, honestly, in my opinion, look terrible. I expected the Cowboys to be around 500, but I did not expect the Eagles to play like this. Eagles, fun fact, have lost me every parlay, every week I bet on the Eagles, and every week I've lost by one game, and that game was the Eagles. Fun fact. Seems like a you problem. Eagles just always lose when they're not supposed to and win when they're not supposed to. That's what the Eagles have have been for the last, like, three years. Who do you have uh, winning this weekend? Who do I have winning this weekend? Yeah. I gotta go with, I gotta go with Dallas. It's at Dallas. So they played the they played who they play, who they just play and lose. Why am I blanking? Minnesota. No, the Cowboys. Who they just lose to in Dallas? Jets. The Jets. They just lost to the Jets, who the week before got blown out by the Eagles. See, but teams like teams don't. Teams that are decent or good do not lose two bad games in a row. So I don't think they'll lose to the Eagles because they lost to the Jets last week, if that makes sense. No, but they lost three in a row already. I know, but... But what? That's it. That's the end of the argument. But, like, the the games they lost were not bad losses, if that makes sense. They lost to the Lions? Saint and the Saints. No, the Packers. What? No, they lost to the Saints, too. No. The Cowboys, yeah. Oh, so they didn't play the Lions. My bad. So, yeah. Okay. So, so those are two. Those I are see two what you're saying, but portable they losses. still lost to the Jets. You know, the Cowboys always come out and beat those Eagles. You know it. At least once a year. I, I know that the Eagles, the past like four years, have struggled to beat the Cowboys. Yes, I agree. But. When you have two teams, I'll tell you this. This is the better question. Who's the more desperate team? The more desperate team? Yeah. Who needs this win more? The Cowboys. The Cowboys, by far, because right? If, because if Cowboys do not win this game, Jason Garrett is on the hot seat, I mean, in my opinion right now. He already is on the hot seat. And that's what I'm saying. Right now he's on the hot seat, and they need this win. Zeke just looks unmotivated to do anything after he got paid. Uh, yeah, he used all that money on, you know, food. <laughs> I mean, Dak needs to get paid. Dak is still looking to get paid. And what he's looking at somewhere around like 25 mil, a little higher than that. Absolutely not if he can't, if he can't prove that he can win. But Dak has proven, even though, you know, you look at the stats and you look at these sort of things, like, he can still win football games. And that's what my takeaway. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. Dak Prescott can win football games. Yeah, but there's a certain – well, he hasn't won the last three. So, I mean, I, I, I think in the end – I think the Eagles come out with the win for the first time in I don't know how long. Um, but that's because of the injuries that the Cowboys have to their oh, team. They and, have and, like six starters out. I know, but the, if if Dak, all, Dak all the is team, gonna, go ahead. Dak is going to look so good in that game. Your corners are so bad. Amari Cooper is going to go for like 120 yards. Amari Cooper's <laughs> playing. What? He's not playing. He's out. 
I thought he was in for this week. No, he's he's not playing. That's why I'm saying. Like, if everyone was healthy, I would go Cowboys. But since such important players for both teams aren't playing, I'm edging the Eagles out because they actually know how to deal with their injuries. I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. We'll see. What's your score prediction? 33 to 23. 34. Okay. I want 21 to 24. Cowboys. No, this is a high-scoring game. No, nah, it's, it's lower. It's lower. Mid-20s. It, it, Mid-20s. The Eagles don't have a secondary. And the Eagles offense, Deshaun J- Jackson comes back. All right. I'm predicting a very high-scoring game. I'm predicting Deshaun Jackson to score two touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson has two touchdowns. I say, I'd say uh, Zeke eats up for two touchdowns and over 100 yards. This game. Oh no 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 no! Not with the Eagles. No, Zeke's gonna eat. He needs to prove something. Welcome to the NBA Trade Machine, guys. Here we go. I made something good. I made something good. I love it. All right. I I could see it, but I don't love it. All right. So Celtics. Celtics give Jalen Brown to the Pelicans. Give them that little boost they need. They We take off their hands. You know, Jackson Hayes, young rookie, Texas center. Take Josh Hart. Guy who never gets a high five in the NBA, <laughs> and uh, and the Cleveland first round pick. What do you think? I, so, yeah, I don't ahead. like it at all. You don't Jackson's like it at all. He's a promising rookie. They just got him. They need a center that's young that fits in with the core of their team. Uh, Josh Hart, I could see in some trade package them giving it away, but Cleveland first round pick. What pick is this? What do you mean? They have a Cleveland for they have a first round pick from Cleveland. Which one? What? Which one? What year? Uh next year's. And do you expect them to be good? Cleveland? No. No, right? It's gonna be so a high value draft pick. A lot more valuable. So you're basically putting a rookie Jackson Hayes and a top ten pick for Jalen Brown. Yeah. Jalen Brown's who's gonna get paid this year. Jalen Brown is not going to get paid by the Celtics. I'm convinced. I'm okay. Here's what I'm saying: this deal has no chance of happening. One, two. Your idea of how much Jalen Brown is worth is a little skewed. Uh, I, I, I don't see anything like remotely close to this. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you what Jalen Brown. Is. The the Celtic. Hold on. The Pelicans also have Nikhil Alexander Walker. Who's a oh. shooting guard who's looked really good. And Brandon Ingram, who's a small forward, who they just got off the trade. They're not going to want to clog up what they just got with Jalen Brown, who they're going to have to pay and start, which will stunt the development of Nikhil Alexander-Walker and oh, Brandon Ingram. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Jalen Brown's an NBA player. He can help them win. Sleep. He's a sleeper pick. 
I'm going to say this. Jalen Brown, we are not paying Jalen Brown. I don't want the Celtics to pay Jalen Brown, and I don't... I agree. If I were you, I would look to trade him. Yeah. Jalen Brown's being smart, because think about it. The free agent market this year is so light that Jalen Brown, one stupid team will go out and pay him like $110, $120 million. See, I disagree. You don't think so. You don't think you don't think a team like, like the Cavs, like Charlotte, no, because like, I'll tell you like why. the Hawks. I guess I mean, I'll tell you why. why? the The cap is going to go down by fifteen percent this year, and teams know it, so they don't have the money to actually go around and pay these players these absurd amount of money that they're asking for. So the only way for him to get his money is for him to get traded to the team that's going to pay pay him. Um, it's either that or the Celtics pay him, you know? Yes, we gave, we offered him perfect, but I think he's worth a little more than what he's worth. Four years, $80 million. That's a lot of money for him, I think. I know it is. I said a little more than what he's worth. I would give him around 70. <laughs> yeah, I would probably give him around 70, but he, uh, if, if he's rejecting 80 million, uh, I'm looking to trade him, and I'm only, the only way I'm looking to trade him is through a large package for someone I really want. I, I look at it like this. On a team right now, today, on a team that is projected second, third place in the Eastern Conference, Jalen Brown is the fourth best player on our team. That's, that's what I see it as. Fourth best? The fourth best player. The fourth most valuable player. Skill-wise, he's better than Smart. Value-wise, no. We, I value Smart more. His three-point shooting's better. He's more consistent. He's a better defender. Right now, but obviously, like, down the line, Jalen's going to be a better player. But at the same time, right now, he's the fourth most valuable player on the third best team in the weaker conference in the NBA. We're not going to pay him anywhere in triple digits. I'm just saying. And that's why. You know, I think a realistic trade would be for Bradley Beal for you guys. And I I think the Celtics are going to be talked about a lot more in a trade for him because they have a lot of. They have a lot of guards, the Celtics do. Yeah. I think think they're going to want to package a lot of them in a deal. You know who else has been recently uh, coming up in trade rumors? Don't say cat because that's cat. not true. It is that's true. Cat. There's no. It's not possible. It's not possible. Our boy Scoop B is reporting on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout no, out. He, he reported. He reported something that the Celtics would do, but I doubt the Pelicans would accept. You mean the Timberwolves? Oh uh, yeah, the Timberwolves. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all good. All right, moving on. All right, this is where things really start to spice up in the podcast. I can feel the tension. Mm-hmm. Adam, can you feel the tension? I, I can. I can feel the the wireless connectivity static. Yes. We're putting out our top 10 QBs in the league right now, this day. Top 10 QBs. Okay. Right now. Right now. Right now. Today. If they, if they were to play Sunday. 
if they were to play Sunday and you needed to win a game, who would you take? This that's Sunday. Not, that's that's this Sunday. Okay, go ahead. This Sunday. All right. These are my ratings. I'll by the way, first. by the way, by the way, if you have Breeze on your list, which I think you do, I wouldn't play him with a broken hand. Ah, uh, well, I'm moving Breeze off my list then. I was saying <laughs> I got Big Ben on my list too. Okay, well, I'm just yep. saying that if they were healthy. Right? Okay, all right. all right, that's fine. Go ahead. All right, so I got obviously the goat. Not just the GOAT in football, but the GOAT in all sports. Number one, Tom Brady. Number two, right behind there, my MVP this year, Russell Wilson, who, fun fact, in the game on Sunday, basically said, you know what, F it. I'm doing my own play calls because I can't hear the coaches right now, and then led to a touchdown drive. I I got like two or three quarterbacks who could even do that in the league right now. All right. Third, Mahomes. He's been really struggling. I mean, he, he's been struggling. Well, yeah. What's so funny? He has two straight losses. He's not looking good. He had Tyreek Hill back. He's killing my fantasy team. All right, number four, Drew Brees. He's out. Understand his value's been diminished because Teddy Bridgewater is absolutely a stud. And Saints are winning without him. So you're like, ah, oh, you know, how valuable is Drew Brees, you know? But I still got him at number four. He's a talented quarterback. Number five, Carson Wentz. I mean, the Eagles have been struggling, but, you know, Carson Wentz quarterback play has still been spot on. Uh, I'm almost certain that he leads the league in QBR. And so I have him at number five. Now I got Rodgers at number six. I, uh, Aaron Jones has been carrying Rodgers a little bit. He hasn't looked the same. I know the, the Packers record and everything, but he just really hasn't, hasn't shown much for me. So I have him all the way down to number six. And then after that, I got Big Ben. He hasn't really paid, played this season. Uh, you could definitely see the Steelers struggling, even though that win last week uh, against the Chargers, who last year Rivers would have been in my top five. But this year, he's down at number eight. Uh, Chargers look terrible. Chargers look awful. Um, they can get nothing going on offense with two stud running backs. Uh, number nine, might look a surprise for you guys. Uh, Darnold, you know, I, I think Sam Darnold. I know he's had mono and everything, but if I were to take a guy in Sunday, I, I love what Sam Darnold has been doing with the Jets, even though the Jets have been terrible. I mean, if you watched him on Sunday versus the Cowboys, he's a pretty good quarterback, and I keep an eye on out for him in the future. Um, and then 10, Jared Goff. Um, obviously, I factored in that Sean McVay is his coach. And basically, it's like that meme. I, I was looking at this meme the other day where it's like a uh, SpongeBob meme. And it's Sean Mc, It's like Patrick screaming at SpongeBob during the driving lesson. And it's like McVay coaching <laughs> Goff through the game. So that's how I feel when I watch Jared Goff. He's talented, but... Um, I just feel like he's not that athletic and he, he makes some shaky throws. So, all right, that's my 10. All right. Am I up? Yeah, you're up. Go ahead. You don't have to say anything yet. So. Okay. So my teams or my team, if I were, if I were team bench warmer and I had 
10 QBs and I had to list in order who I wanted. Doesn't matter who my own lineman is. Doesn't matter who I'm playing against. Just the QB I feel will give me the best chance just to go out and win the game. Number one, Russell Wilson. In today's day and age, Russell Wilson. Uh, league MVP. If you ask me five years ago, it would have been Brady. Four years, Brady. Six years, Brady. But right now, in this year, today, give me Russell Wilson, number one. Number two, give me Patrick Mahomes. I don't care that he's been struggling a little bit recently. He's still a top quarterback in the league, and I think he's one or two. He could be 1A or 1B. Okay. Number three, if healthy, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my. I'm looking at the guys that will give me the best chance to just win the game. All right. All right. Rodgers at three. Number four, I'll go Tom Brady. Okay. There. That's your guy. I'll give it to him there. But – he has not looked that great in the past few games. I would know. I have him in fantasy. I start him every week. I know exactly what he's been doing and how he's doing it. He didn't really throw for anything the last game he played. He rushed. He had two QB sneaks in which he scored on. That's all he did. Okay. He was more of a game manager in the last few weeks than he's been a, a real quarterback, a real talented quarterback. But let's see if that changes going forward. Number four is going to be Drew Brees if he's healthy. Number five, I have Carson Wentz. You mean uh, number five and six? Brady was four. My bad. Yeah, five and six. I have Wentz. Uh, seven, I'm going to put Philip Rivers. Uh, I, I think he's been off. He's he's been having a real bad few weeks, but you can't deny. That he's a talented guy, and there isn't that much talent in the NFL when it comes to consistently being able to show up over the years. So if I were to play a game this Sunday, I'm looking at the guys who've given me the best body of work and who can give me the best chance of winning that day. Uh, Where am I at? Eight? Uh I'm going Lamar Jackson. Not only because... He's really young, and it seems like he's really, really talented, but because he can run the ball like I've never seen any quarterback run the ball before. Um, number nine, I'm going Deshaun Watson because he is right now a league MVP, one of the few league MVPs. But I think that's more of team play than it is his natural ability. Um but nonetheless, if you have the record that he has with the Texans, it's what, 5-1, and 4-2, and two, something like that, you are a big reason as to why they have that record. So I'm going with Deshaun Watson. And then at 10, I'm going with Mr. Matthew Stafford. He has been proving people wrong this year. He's been doing a really good job as uh, throwing the deep ball. And I think that if – Everything, you know, continues to break right for them. Like, it ha- well, obviously, if they don't have the ref screw them over, I think there's a shot that they end up in the, one of the wild card spots. So those are my uh, 10. All right. So something interesting that uh, we both had the same top six quarterbacks, just in different uh, order. We, both, we all had we, – me and you both had Brady, Wilson, Mahomes, Breeze, Wentz, and Rodgers all in the top six. 
I mean, if I if I had to think about it a little longer, I'd probably put Deshaun somewhere in my top six. I'm not a big Deshaun guy. I don't like. I, he, Mahomes is also one in seven in primetime games. Just mm-hmm. saying, it's, Mahomes. Mahomes. I mean, he's talented, so I put him top three. But if I really needed someone that would be a primetime game, I wouldn't pick Mahomes. I don't know. Um, also, both didn't have Baker Mayfield on there. I like that. I'm not a big Baker Mayfield guy. Some people would put him in their top ten. I don't know. Not about not about the Baker Mayfield hype. I was not about the Browns hype this year. I said they weren't going to be that good, and I was right. So far, they're two and four. I really don't like that Tom Brady at four, though. Tom Brady's a genius, Adam. Bill Belichick's a genius. Tom Brady's also a genius. Uh, well, whatever you say, Frank. I, I can take Wilson at one. Though I can, I can accept that Wilson's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. But as far as Tom Brady at four, I don't know. And you left Big Ben out. Not a big Big Ben guy. No, not at all. Yeah, and I also, we both left out Jimmy G. I thought Jimmy G's 11. Lamar's 12 on mine. Yeah. We got a debate on who's going to be the NBA MVP this season. You know what? There's so many options for this year that I couldn't even pick one, Adam. I couldn't even pick one. I had to pick two. I hear you. I had to pick two. And I bet you they're the two that you probably disagree with. Well, I, I have one guy. But I have one guy you'll probably agree with. Okay, go ahead. All right. Probably. All right. I got LeBron James. Okay. And I got Steph Curry. Okay. Those are, those are my two guys. I disagree with one of them, but yeah. You disagree with uh, LeBron? Yeah, I do. Yep. Why do, you, why do you disagree? I just think that at this point of time – he needs to have the number one record in the league for him to be considered an MVP winner. Uh, and I just don't see that this Lakers team is going to be the number one seed overall in the NBA. It's really that, it's that simple. I, I think about, he's the best player in the NBA by, by far. But in that logic, you think Steph Curry can carry the Warriors to the number one? Oh. No, because no, but that's different. LeBron's different because he's won it four times in a row, and there's voter fatigue, uh, and he people will just see that people will use any excuse to not pick LeBron, and that one excuse is that he doesn't have the best record in the NBA. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. For me, it's just the motivation year. He didn't make he didn't make the playoffs last year. We're without LeBron. For months of basketball without I, LeBron. I, I got that. I, I understand. We haven't I, seen I, LeBron on television, Adam. I know. Well, this week we have. I mean, yeah, of course. Um, but months without LeBron James on television. Going through LeBron James' NBA playoff withdrawal. And now yeah. he's back. And, oh, my God. He's putting up, he's putting up like 30 points a game. You know, 10 assists, 8 or 9 rebounds a game. I don't know. I, I just feel 
I have a feeling LeBron James is going to go off this year. He has something to prove this year. You know, he was just running through the motions before. This time he's got a real team. He's the real deal. He's in L.A. You know, he's comfortable. He's set, you know, all moved in. He's ready. I think he's going to come out on fire this year. I I think he won't come off on fire, but he'll come out like he hasn't missed a beat, you know? But not on fire. He's motivated this year. That's my thing. I think you just motivated the best player in the NBA. People are saying he's not the best in the NBA anymore. People are saying, you know, LeBron may be done. He doesn't even care about basketball. I don't know. I think that, but I also think that there's this ridiculous take going around. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I think it's absolutely ridiculous. People saying the Warriors aren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah. You think that's ridiculous? Because I think it's ridiculous. I think it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, D'Angelo Russell carried the Nets, I know, in the East to, what, a six seed? And now you're saying D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry can't unanimous MVP Steph Curry not carry their team to the playoffs? I agree. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. One of the best-run organizations. You're going to tell me Porzingis and Luka are going to beat them out for a playoff spot? I I, I think Luka, I love Luka, I know you're an MVP, but, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just think that there's no way that the Warriors don't make the playoffs. Now, we haven't even heard your who are your candidates. Number one is Steph. I All think right. he he'll easily win it this year. Uh, I I think he'll average like forty points a game. Forty points a game. I mean that's that's exaggerating, but I think he'll average about. <laughs> I think he'll actually average like thirty four a game. Yeah, I agree because you see what he did when you let the reins loose in the playoffs and he had no one to play around and right. with the, num- the kind of numbers he put up, but continue. So I'll, I'll, I'll give him 34 points a game. Uh, number two, it's I got to go James Harden. God. I, I, I got to do it. He, he can Maybe he doesn't show up in the playoffs the same way that he does in the regular season, but he, when he shows up in the regular season, he shows up. You know what I mean? Like, he is clearly far and above the MVP every single year because without him, his team will go 10-72. and 72. <laughs> Not this year, necessarily. Yeah, they got Russ. Um, I just don't think that's going to work out. I hope I, not. I can't see it. I, can't, I absolutely cannot see it. I hope it doesn't work out. Two uh, ball-dominant stars. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It, it's different when, you know, you make a super team with like Steph Curry and LeBron than it is when you're making a super team with James Harden, you know, and Russell Westbrook. It's just different. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just do not think that's going to work out. And that's why I also think Russ is going to, Russ is going to need his triple double every game. How is there going to be room for James Harden to be dropping what he's doing last year? I think we're going to easily see some uh, two-player, two two two-teammate triple-doubles this 
Two teammate triple doubles? Yeah. Uh, the only place I'm going to see that is in L.A. Maybe, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I think we'll see it. We're coming around our end discussion right now. Adam is going to love this one. I already do. Is Tyler Hero a tradable asset from what we've been seeing in the preseason? Adam, you trade Tyler Hero? I will trade him so fast that it's not funny. If a superstar comes knocking around saying he wants to play for the Miami Heat, and that team says they would like Tyler Hero in return. I will, I will, me personally, I will pay for his Uber to the airport. I will pay, pay for his airfare and I'll pay for his first month of rent at wherever he is. Man, you're really shipping him off fast, Adam. We'll ship him off so fast. You don't like what you're seeing? Really? I love what I'm seeing and I hope he continues to make his trade value go up. I really do. Not even concerned about regretting trading him? I will never, ever regret trading him. Ever. Ever. I'll tell you. What's his ceiling? Uh, His ceiling is CJ McCollum. All right, now tell me why. Now tell me why you wouldn't. Because T-Rex has T-Rex arms. I'm calling him T-Rex. He will be a liability on defense unless Coach Bolster knows how to figure out how to hide him the way that certain players do. I don't think he's going to be terrible, but his short arms really limits his defensive ability. Um, I think that once teams realize and are not surprised by how well he shoots, he's going to start to get shut down a lot faster. Um, so he needs to have that ability to hit tough shots, which I don't know if he does. Uh, and with those short arms, I don't think he can make tough shots, you know what I mean, over tall defenders. So yeah, there's yeah. certain things about his game that I really like, and there's certain things that I think are very limited, not because he can't improve upon it, but because he physically can't. Um, I think right now... Uh, you know how he had 14 points in, in the first five minutes of the game yeah. the other day, right? Yeah. Well, everyone thinks that's crazy and wild, but there's two things here. You were playing in this preseason, and the second thing is, do you know who was defending him? No. Trey Young. <laughs> who doesn't play defense. Who and the third thing, the third defense. thing, Carson Edwards hit eight threes in the third quarter last night. 
No, I mean, granted, acting yeah, like I he, won't mention that. But Colin Sexton was guarding him. I, 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 not really. I mean, when, when I think when a player is hot, there's no one on earth that's guarding you can stop you. I think Carson Edwards is one of those guys that if you have him on the court uh, and he's hot, he will be unstoppable, to, unstoppable to stop. But if he's not hitting his shots and he's not hot, he would be as comparable to play against as a JV high schooler. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's no in between. It's either he's unstoppable or he's a JV high schooler. It just depends on which one you're going to get. And if you're willing to risk which one you're going to get. Um, now back yeah. to Tyler Hero. Yeah. I, I like, like you said, I think he's more of a, he's going to probably end up developing into, I'm going to stand in the corner and shoot threes kind of guy, not a, I'm going to go off the dribble and try to create something and get us Who? a good shot. Tyler Hero. Who? Tyler Hero. Uh, no, I, I don't know. That's the thing is he, you've seen in the summer league and you've seen in the preseason that he's actually been holding the ball a lot and he's been creating a bunch and he's been playing point. But that's, yeah, um, that's what I've been seeing, but I don't think that's what he's going to end up being. That's my well, personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but you never know with these sort of things. Right now, it sort of looks like the Heat is his team, and he's the one in control of everything. Uh, and we'll see what happens in the beginning of the season. But right now, if I, I see a lot of Heat fans saying that they would not trade Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal, and they're saying if a deal for Tyler for Bradley Beal was Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal right now, they would say no. And I think that's absolutely crazy. I think I that's mean, crazy, too. Uh, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, I would right now. I would do Bam Adebayo, Justice Winslow, and Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal. I would do that right now. Um, Blake Griffin, what do you do for him? Nothing. You don't want him for for Blake Griffin? Yeah. I would. I would give them Justice Winslow and expirings. That's a hefty contract to pick up too. That, that's why it would be just expirings <laughs> and Justice Winslow. But, Do you want I, Griffin? I, yeah, I, I think I'd, I, I'd want him because the Heat don't really have a power forward. We have Kelly Olynyk, who really should be a backup center, but he's he plays his part well. But we don't have a star a power forward like I would like to, to put next to Bam. But, I mean, with Tyler Hero, I think that if he keeps playing the way that he's playing, it'll be easier for the Heat to keep Bam in a Bradley Beal trade. Because right now, I think the only way you get Bradley Beal is if you trade Bam, Justice, and Tyler Hero. Uh, I think that if Tyler Hero continues to play the way that he's playing and has a Devin Booker type of projection, then you can do a Tyler Hero and Justice Winslow deal for Bradley Beal. So I'm hoping that he continues to play well because I think he 100% want him to play well so that they can trade him for Bradley Beal. All right, I think I think he's I think he's definitely tradable. Uh, I would agree with some of what you said. I see your point about how pushing Bam out of a trade would be ideal for the Heat because you get to keep Bam and then you get to throw away a guy who could potentially be really good, but also could potentially be really bad when you're getting a guaranteed superstar. I don't exactly. think I don't think Tyler Hero will ever be a superstar in the NBA. Uh, well, you never know. You, you say his ceiling, CJ McCollum. I see that a little bit. I see the I see the Devin Booker ceiling too. He's a scorer. He plays he plays like 
He plays like a CJ McCollum, Devin Booker mix. Yeah, Devin Booker's also one of the worst defenders in the NBA. Exactly. Yeah. Or he's not one of the worst. He just doesn't try, I feel. I know, yeah. I mean, that's because why does he need to try? He's on the Suns. Yeah. But, I mean, going back to these rookies, you can really tell that there are certain rookies that have really stood out, and there's some that haven't. I mean, if, if I could name five or six off the top of my head that have really stood out before a single game has been played... Uh, I would say Zion, one, two, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, three, Tyler Hero, four, Carson Edwards, five, Brandon Clark. Yeah, Brandon uh, Clark's been good. Six, um, I'm missing one. Um, I would say Ja, but he hasn't been that good other than one game. I, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Ja. He, he had seven points <laughs> his last two games, and then he scored like uh, 15 he was pretty good in that game, but like you still saw a lot of turnovers. He's very undersized. I wouldn't see, say he's undersized. I would just say he's still fitting into his position at number two overall. He he hasn't shown that he's number two overall, but you can see that he's getting there. Um, I, that's I, think that, I think that he's a Dennis Smith Jr. That's what I've yeah. been saying. He's a Dennis Smith Jr. That's, uh, I mean, but back to the rookies who stood out. Uh, I think you missed Taco Fall. No. Okay. That's it. That's the end of this podcast. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, next week, we'll be joined by a new host. Um, we'll, see you, we'll, we'll see you then. Come on, Adam. You're not in the taco fever? No. Why not? That's the end of this podcast. I've had enough. You hate the Celtics that much that you can't. Taco fall. Like, this is why I like the the rookie class for the Celtics. It makes the Celtics kind of likable by other fan bases. Like, you can't hate Taco Fall. You can't hate Grant Williams. You can't hate Carson Edwards. Like, the Celtics are actually kind of likable for the first time by other fan bases. Come on. You got to say that's that's a little agreeable. You can agree a little bit. Uh, I'm done with this conversation. All right. Anyone who on that jersey is the enemy. <laughs> Tyler Hero was almost the enemy. He was one pick away, Adam. Yes, he was. Uh, the only rookie I don't like for the Celtics is Romeo Langford. Hadn't haven't warmed up to him yet. I, don't, I never That's, understood that pick. It's supposed to be Tyler Hero. I know. That was a panic move. Panic move. We took your guy. I don't know. All I think, all I know, is that the Pelicans are going to be the most interesting team to watch in the NBA this year. I agree. I think I agree. Lonzo. I think Lonzo is going to be up there for most improved player. I'm serious. Maybe. I think he's going to improve that much. He has, for the first time in his whole life, has no pressure on him. He's not that connected with his crazy dad anymore. He's not in L.A. He doesn't have Magic Johnson pressing him. Everyone thinks he's a bus now, so no one even cares. Like, there's no pressure. Zion takes away all the pressure from Lonzo, and that's why Lonzo is going to succeed because he, he's a good player. He had time, you know, to work in his shot, and, and he's going to succeed. I can see it. What do you, what do you think about the matisse Thibel hype for the Sixers? Oh, that's, really? that's the guy. That's yeah. my Guy. Yeah, I really like him. You really like him? I really don't. He's okay. Like he's, a, he's a defensive guy. He, he's Andre Roberson. 
Yeah, okay. He's like a defensive guy. He's like a a bigger version of Marcus Smart. Who's I'd say so, yeah. He's not as good as on offense. Marcus Smart's really improved his offense. I agree. We're talking about a guy, I mean turn into. Yeah, Matisse Thibel averaged eleven points in college on at Washington. I mean, I understand everyone's going crazy about him because he's good on defense. And Ben Simmons was like, ah, Matisse Thibel's guarding me. Practice has been tough. Yeah, I got got it. All right. Uh, Matisse has stopped me from shooting my open threes. (laughs) He's been sitting in the paint. He's been doing a great job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's it for the show, guys. It's a good way to end off. Thanks for listening today, guys. Be sure to vote on our trash take poll coming out soon. Also, look for our post about our NBA trade machine and look to join in on the debate. Not a debate. Not a debate. Join in. The last one was a debate, so this one's going to be even better. Okay. Until next week, everyone.